Hey there, everyone. Before we start the show, we here at Popcorn for Dinner want to give a big shout out to our good friend and illustrator, Kyle Kedzik, for helping us celebrate making it to 40 episodes with some uh, brand new custom artwork, which is now up on all of our social media accounts. We love it. We hope you love it. And if you're looking for some new custom artwork for your business or project, you can look him up on Facebook at Kyle Kedzik or even drop him a line at kylekedzik at gmail.com. That's K-Y-L-E-K-E-D-Z-U-C-H at gmail.com. for dinner this is jeff and kelly kids movie month is coming to a close with a uh golden oldie <laughs> uh and by sure. golden i of course mean crap yes uh the, <laughs> this <laughs> oof yeah boy this was honestly even more so than the very similar uh shaggy da uh <laughs> this movie was the first time i felt like we were mike and the bots for mystery yeah. science theater you know what i mean like this yeah, yeah. movie seems if it wasn't disney yeah it would have been perfect mm -hmm. for a mystery science theater because holy shit i yeah my god we the we really 70s. we really need <laughs> to just jump straight into it because yeah. like what the there's fuck? so much to unravel oh my god kids movie month really doing a number on us yeah uh, <laughs> the movie that we did for the last week uh, of this month is the 1975 American fantasy science fiction film Escape to Witch Mountain. The original. Yes. There is one from 1995. That is not the one that we did. Yes. <laughs> we did the original 70s one with Donald Pleasance <laughs> uh, a few years before Halloween. Mm -hmm. uh, I know he he's in, you know, tons of shit. So yeah. it's not like nobody knew who he was, <laughs> but more so like, oh, that's before the movie that I know him for yeah. <laughs> and the franchise that I know him for. Uh, and seeing him as like the secondary bad guy was like, mm -hmm. what? Yeah. Because I know that he's uh, Blofeld in the original Bond movies, like one of the mm -hmm. most famous Bond villains of them all. <laughs> so like... Come on. Yeah. He should be the top dog, not mm -hmm. the fucking wiener <laughs> for this other dude. But, you know, that's that's a whole nother story. IMDb describes the movie uh, as two mysterious orphan children have extraordinary powers and are chased by a scheming millionaire. But where do these kids really call home? That's this movie. Mm -hmm. It is two... <laughs> precocious little scamps mm -hmm. with really vaguely defined powers yeah so that they can do exactly what the movie needs them to do mm -hmm. when they need to do it and not do other things <laughs> despite it seeming like they really should be yeah i have way too many notes about like just use your magic yeah. <laughs> you know like it, mm -hmm. there's so many situations where it's like your magic yeah. Hey guys, how about you use your magic? Like, mm -hmm. uh, obviously, there's the whole like. I hesitate to call it a plot line because <laughs> it's so infuriating. But like, there's the whole thing where it's like these kids, apparently, for some reason that is never explained, don't remember their entire lives. Yeah. Apparently, up until like what the first frames that we see them when they arrive at the orphanage at <laughs> the beginning. You know what I mean? Like, apparently. Because I mean, it seems like they barely know anything. The only thing that we know they knew of beforehand was that there was a cat. <laughs> Their cat, Winky. Yeah. Uh, and that seems to be about it that they brought with them. And the names of the parents mm. who died? Yeah. The, the foster parents that they The Malones. Had? Yeah. And then, yeah. And then her space case thing. But it was just the fact that all of this magical stuff that at the very beginning of the movie, it seems like they have absolute control over. Mm -hmm. It's like, we can do so much magic shit mm -hmm. all the time, very precisely. But somehow we also don't remember anything. 
and you know don't understand who we are mm-hmm. and all of that kind of stuff until yeah. she starts remembering which how is she remembering but he isn't i mean i i just want to know the answer to the question how is she remembering you know what yeah. i mean like i had a note in there that was just like why is this happening to her yeah. You know what I mean? Like she would constantly, and they call attention to it, she would just start staring off into nothing. Mm-hmm. And then it would cut to shots of them being like shipwrecked. Yeah. Which I was like, okay, I get it that you're kids, but you're also magic kids. <laughs> um, so she should have understood a little bit more than she did. You know what I mean? Whereas yeah. like it showed and it was like, oh, hey. Uh, you know, adrift in the ocean, apparently. Mm-hmm. And then it would come back to the real world and they'd be like, what did you see? And she'd be like, I don't know. It's like, really? Yeah. You couldn't tell? Come on. Yeah. Come right. on, kid. <clears throat> I lost it. I don't remember. Yeah. Like, oh, God, it's so frustrating. Yeah. But even more frustrating than just the fact that they don't remember, like, so much of their life for no reason, really. You mm-hmm. know, it's like there's no reasoning for, or you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the, the, the movie gives you nothing yeah. about why these kids (laughs) don't know why they're magic. Yeah. You know, it's like they know that they're magic, but they Mm -hmm. don't understand why. Mm -hmm. And we don't understand why they don't understand why. And the movie never explains it. There's, yeah. it's never, other, it's, other than like they were really young when the Malones took them in. I guess so. But it's like the fact that they wind up remembering everything. Yeah. Is like, okay, so like what was there like a curse on them or some sort of like dark forces that were, you know, uh, scrambling the brainwaves that they couldn't see it right or say, you know what I mean? Like, is there anything that's happening? My only guess is that like. They loved the Malones and were happy there, so they didn't. They didn't think to like try and remember their past. <laughs> I mean, They're just like, yeah, but this it's is just fine. why don't like where did it go? Uh-huh. That's what I don't get. It's like so they were so apparently. I mean, spoiler alert. And if you know anything about this series, like I believe that this is like the whole point. Mm-hmm. So. They're aliens. Yeah. The kids are aliens that just happen to look like people. Yeah. Uh, but they're aliens who crashed on Earth and then their their like real parents died mm-hmm. and they were rescued by fishermen. Yeah. And taken in by this Malone family who then died mysteriously. Movie never broaches what happened to them. And yeah. then they get sent to an orphanage and then sort of the adventure begins mm-hmm. uh, of them trying to figure out what's happening to them yeah not really trying though just sort of talking about it and Mm -hmm. and using their magic for things i mean they seemed fine (laughs) just hanging out at the orphanage yeah like it really felt like they had no real desire to do anything about their situation it was just like well our foster parents are dead so guess we're orphans all right and (laughs) man that orphanage like yeah nothing necessarily wrong with it you know like the Mm -hmm. lady who runs it seemed like a real decent lady Mm -hmm. and you know that this being the 70s it's a way different like just world in general where it's like yeah i'll bet you that that's awesome to those kids in the 70s to just like get on a bus and like Mm -hmm. go to the movies or whatever yeah like this is amazing even though if that was the orphanage now would be like yeah every once in a while we'll take you to go to the movies Mm -hmm. but other than that just sit around yeah (laughs) in this building you know like "Eh, (laughs) there's a baseball field out front yeah and apparently dogs wandering around everywhere did you notice that that one shot where it was just like there's like three or four dogs just Just running around are they the orphanage's dogs i guess there's (laughs) an orphan dog (laughs) yeah the dogs are orphans too i guess it could be um but several things i mean for one i'm gonna put this on front street my sixth note, I wrote, these kids seem like aliens. <laughs> like, because I didn't know it beforehand. Yeah. Like, I, even though I said, like, oh, apparently it's the deal for the whole franchise. I had never seen anything about this franchise beforehand. Yeah. But considering that this movie ends with the clear knowledge that they are aliens mm-hmm. and then there's apparently a franchise that follows it. <laughs> then it's like, OK, so then the whole thing is about them being aliens. Yeah. But absolutely called it right off the bat. <laughs> um, and like the kids are basically just psychic. 
Mm-hmm. Like they they have the power to move shit with their minds and like do all sorts of crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, it's very vaguely defined. Yeah, it's so that they all can, mental power though. Yeah, and like slowly over the course of the movie, you kind of understand what's happening because for the mm-hmm. first like fifteen minutes, I was like, this girl won't stop talking to her brother with her mind, and mm-hmm. he is so rude, not answering her. Yeah, and then. 15 fucking minutes into the movie <laughs> he's like I will you know, I wish I could do that or something along mm-hmm. with something to explain that like oh he doesn't have that power yeah why do they have different powers like they're not superheroes yeah they're aliens you know like if they were mm-hmm. like superheroes like oh they got fucking chemicals dropped on them in a yeah. laboratory <laughs> so they got different powers yeah then I would get it but it's like wait you're both just you're what is it like I, being like left-handed and right-handed for aliens? Or is like maybe. some kids I mean, are born with psychic powers that you could talk to animals? Some kids are born with psychic powers where when you play the most annoying harmonica in the world, you can do anything you want, apparently. Yeah. That was the single most frustrating and annoying <laughs> concept in this movie was yeah. the magical harmonica. Awful. It was like, one, sound design in this movie garbage oh my god so bad so bad so fucking bad so much rising and lowering of volume mm-hmm. and <clears throat> scaring the dogs. and yeah scaring the dogs with like sudden car squeals mm-hmm. and the loudest most annoying harmonica on the planet like <laughs> the like fourth or fifth time that he just started like and it was like the shrillest like uh, nails Mm -hmm. on a chalkboard kind of sound i was like oh what he couldn't have fucking brought his bagpipes or something (laughs) like you couldn't find something even more annoying than this movie fuck you magic vuvuzela holy christ yeah right (laughs) like that oh my god i almost would prefer magic bagpipes like that would at least be funnier yeah (laughs) and require like a ridiculous like like you'd have to do so much to get it to work but like man i I almost would have preferred it because that was so bad i couldn't stand it um but like so they have these powers and they just sort of use them Mm -hmm. you know there's no like i mean there's that's that's actually kind of what bugged me about it so much is that it's like there are times where they're like hey whoa we need to like chill and lay low like we can't let people know about all of this Mm -hmm. and yet also they just constantly use it all the time (laughs) in front of people (laughs) and with no regard for who noticed it or who Mm -hmm. cares or whatever Mm -hmm. that opening like baseball game where i don't understand who did it i don't know tony use his powers to make himself leap 13 feet in the air to catch that ball or did tia do it to him because she looked at him and went like "Mm." And I was like, wait, she raised him up in the air to make him catch it? I have no idea because their powers are so poorly defined. Yeah. And I have no clue if it's yeah. like, does I that make know. sense? Like, she can make guns float in the air, but he can make crayons drawn mirrors and his harmonica can make marionettes <laughs> dance and stuff, which yeah. was like <clears throat> even more confusing in terms of power, because it's like, mm-hmm. okay, so your your magic, your psychic magic, you can make <laughs> shit move with it. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that you're a master puppeteer. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like all of those puppets that were dancing were, that was like full on awesome puppetry. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the way that they would move and mm-hmm. the leg sweeps and yeah. stuff like that. It was like, that's fucking professional ass puppetry. Mm-hmm. You're still just a dumb kid playing a harmonica <laughs> in the corner of the room. Like you don't know how to do that. Yeah. And it's like, it's one of those stupid things where it's like, are you really asking mm. how they're doing it in a kid's fantasy space magic movie? It's like, yeah, I would like some form of consistency. Yeah. You know, like, I get it. It's a G-rated 1975 kids movie. But for fuck's sake, movie, just do something that makes sense. <laughs> like, you just have some sort of internal consistency. Yeah. So that I can, like, get a grasp on stuff and not sit there the entire movie. Because, like, like, they wind up being chased all around 
and there's all this crazy nonsense and they get help from a horse and from a bear and from you know from the dogs from the dogs from fucking you know just all sorts of junk the cat yeah the cat um <laughs> but still they're being chased by a car and it's like use your magic mm -hmm. you can use your magic to make fucking mr o'day's uh rv start yeah but you can't stop fucking dr loomis's car i refuse to call him his fucking name i hated it it was like geranium geranium mm -hmm. apparently on there i i kept hearing geranium <laughs> and i was like this is uh, this is so stupid did not like that but like you know just disable their car with mm -hmm. your magic yeah several times i was like all you have to do you don't even have to kill them like yeah. if, if you're worried about that like you don't have to psychically blow their tire yeah. so that they do a bunch of flips or something like that just literally like a uh, battery died yeah just kill the battery yeah and and then you're not being chased anymore mm -hmm. <laughs> and they had to take time to figure out how to get a battery there without yeah, exactly I exactly mean, he There's... had a car phone but you know still yeah. a hassle <clears throat> but yeah it's just like come on man yeah. if you if you can have them do almost anything mm -hmm then you have to find a better way to put them in danger so that the answer isn't like, why aren't they just magicking out of here? Yeah. Oh, it's frustrating. <laughs> um, so here's a quick thing. The kid at the orphanage who tries to steal Tia's pen. Mm -hmm. What is his name? No idea. Because <laughs> when they showed up and they talked to him, they called him or, <laughs> okay, now that I'm looking at this, apparently I'm wrong. Uh, but I swear to God, the first time that they talked to him, the teacher lady or teacher, it's not a fucking school, <laughs> it's an orphanage, but the, the lady, mm -hmm. I swear to God, called him Chuck. And I was like, okay, kid's name is Chuck. Yeah. And then the little girl at one point was like, what are you doing, truck? And I was like, she just called him truck and they left that in the movie. Yeah. Come on. But then a few scenes later, someone else calls the kid truck. And I look it up in here, and his name is fucking Truck. Wow. Why is his name Truck? What? I, I, like, it's, just make it, it it's, Chuck. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. It's like it's it's super meaningless, and mm -hmm. it shouldn't be like a oh movie's ruined <laughs> kind of thing. <clears throat> but it really is like were there a bunch of people in the seventies named Truck yeah. or nicknamed Truck? Because that's not a common nickname either. Yeah. There's no one where it's like, oh, his name is Truckington, so we just call him Truck yeah. for short. <laughs> like, that doesn't ever happen, ever. <laughs> so, like, what the fuck is that about? Like, I, oh, that, it just, it was like the tiny little things. Yeah. <laughs> frustrate <laughs> while watching a movie like this. But that kid, <laughs> Truck, is like just. A dick. I mean, yeah, he's a dick because he tries <laughs> to start a fight because he doesn't believe that Tony could have caught that ball. Which, uh, understandable. Absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But also, like, didn't they see it? Like, yeah. all the kids were standing around going like, wow, great catch, Tony. Mm -hmm. It was like, great catch. It would, yeah. be, it would be like somebody watching Michael Jordan do the dunk at the end of Space Jam, where his arm extends 40 <laughs> feet and he fucking dunks it in. Mm -hmm. And someone just being like, nice dunk. As though that's totally normal yeah. and the way that it's done all the time. Like, I did you not notice yeah. the thing that's the incredibly kid, out of place? Kid jump 15 feet in the air. Yeah, to get that catch, nobody seems to care yeah. except for truck. God, it sucks. It, it sucks to say. I, want, I almost said trunk, and that's why this is getting all sorts of out of hand. Um, <laughs> but, like, just the fact that he starts a fight with him, with Tony. Yeah. And gets his ass kicked by magic yeah. that everyone watches and nobody seems to care about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> where it's like, oh, baseball bats and gloves are just flying around beating up this kid. I mean, the glove was beating him up. Well, yeah, he punched, just the, punched bat. the bat. Yeah. <laughs> but still, it was just like this kid is being beaten up by inanimate objects. Yeah. Nobody seems to care. No. Nope. And then the very next day, he steals Tia's space case thing mm -hmm. and like runs away. And then Tony confronts him and he says something about like, what are you going to do about it? And I was like, <laughs> do you I, not remember yesterday? Right. Like, I get that you were probably humiliated mm -hmm. in front of everybody. And you seem like the kind of kid that would take that badly. <laughs> yeah. Like you're a real shithead who wants everyone to like respect you. Yeah. So if you got beat up. 
you feel bad. Mm -hmm. So, I, I mean, I get that. But also, how do you think it's going to go differently this time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you have zero, like, you haven't, like, trained or gotten a hold of a gun or yeah. <laughs> anything like that to try to, like, even the, the, the score on this. Where it's like, all right, psychic kid, round two. Like, yeah. <laughs> Chuck, Chunk, <laughs> what are you doing, buddy? <laughs> oh, you're going to get your ass kicked. Um, so the, <laughs> sorry, just looking at my notes, just use your psychic powers to disable the car, you little monsters. <laughs> like, truthfully, as almost like every movie <laughs> that I see now, like, if it has even the slightest vibe, I immediately think of like, what would this be if it was a Stephen King story? You know what I mean? So it's like two kids showing up at an orphanage with magical powers, like, oh, oh, oh they're yeah. going to be monsters. Like, or will one turn against the other? And then they got to, you know, like that's sort of like, oh, that's really interesting. And then it's like, oh, fuck, I'm still watching this dumb movie. <laughs> I got to see how they're going to do it. It's probably going to be terrible. It um, was. Yeah. But like they tell Dr. Loomis, Geranium, <laughs> they tell him, <laughs> That he shouldn't get in his car because something bad is going to happen. Yeah. And again, it's the girl gets premonitions apparently. as well. Yeah. Another mm -hmm. and also, but they're vague. Yeah. And also sometimes just not right. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, ugh, so, so frustrating that there's no consistency to it mm -hmm. and it just works when it needs to and then when it doesn't it's whatever yeah but like the way that they constantly flip-flop on it where it's like oh she had a premonition and that that means we're you know we're gonna we're gonna see that thing mm -hmm. later because that's how it works unless it doesn't in which case it doesn't anyway like, yeah. what, what? <laughs> come why, on why even mention that if you're gonna have it so that it doesn't because i don't think Exa yeah there's it, never a point where it doesn't work yeah so just have it be that it always works yeah <laughs> it's fine <laughs> yeah who's no oh my god so dumb but so they tell him about that and so he gets suspicious of them because his car then immediately gets run into by like a runaway tow truck yeah tow truck um, swerves to avoid a stupid bicyclist yeah and just rams into the side where Loomis would have been sitting. Yeah. And Loomis. Lucas? Yeah, it was Lucas, I guess. I mean, that... Uncle Lucas? <laughs> well, I was going to say, that part's coming up shortly, and I've got some things to say about that. Okay. Um, but so he, so he gets suspicious, and he takes the information about the magical premonition children home to his boss and i say home because apparently he lives in his boss's mansion yeah which he, there's is an apartment there so strange I, the whole deal i mean don't get it huge uh, house i guess you could spend a lot of time away from him well that's just the thing though is that it's like does the boss like insist that he live here or is he like well if i don't have to pay rent the, <laughs> you know what i mean like is it just shrewdness that is making him live here you know, I don't really know. Yeah. But uh, like, so he goes home <laughs> to the boss <laughs> to give him information about the, the magical orphans. Boss's name Bolt? Yeah, Mr. Bolt. Uh, one of my favorite lines in the movie that I feel like I want to find a way to like repurpose in some way because there's just something so funny. It's when he's standing there with the other dudes before Dr. Geranium comes in or whatever. Mm -hmm. And the one dude says, there are profound vibrations, Mr. Bolt. I was like, <laughs> I like the way that sounds. There are profound vibrations. That's funny because the line I wrote down was Mr. Bolt referring to someone looking at them and saying, Mr. Michael John. <laughs> I don't even remember that. Yes. So that my, mi yes. Mr. Michael John. I Mr. Gotta, Michael oh, John. yeah, it is. Mr. Michael John. Alfred Ryder played Mr. Michael John, Mr. Bolt's astrologer. There you go. See? <laughs> That's hysterical. They're like, what? Yeah. Michael John? That there is, is not. There's also happens. a character named Biff Jenkins. Yeah, I saw that too. I don't remember who the fuck that is. <clears throat> who was Uberman? Because that had me Uber rolling oh. when it came by in the credits. That I mean, someone I played think, Uberman. I think <laughs> that's just, I think that's uh, Duranian's driver. Oh. The dude who's with him the whole movie with the sunglasses okay. and whatnot. This movie, the chase of this movie is like literally 95% shots of Donald Pleasance in the passenger seat with that dude driving. Mm hmm. Just looking out the front windshield, at, sometimes at, at like furrowing RV. his brow. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's it's just the same side shot, driver's side, in through the window, two of them sitting there, and mm-hmm. him just like, hmm. Yep. And that's, that is and so much of the chase of this movie, yeah. is that exact shot, and them <laughs> doing and saying nothing. Yep. <laughs> it's God. awful. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> um, one thing that's crazy, though, at least to me, the way that I saw it, the the beginning of the movie, when they're showing these kids and their fucking magical powers, mm-hmm. I thought a lot of that special effects, I thought it was really, really good. Yeah. Like, the psychic moving of shit special effects in this mm-hmm. movie are, like, legitimately awesome. Yeah. And it's 1975, so it's like, hmm. Yeah. The, the only time that I was a little eh was the... The coat rack beat up scene. Yeah, I mean, I like, mean, some some of it is so funny because it's like the shot of the sheriff dude, mm-hmm. and then like the camera is like the point of view essentially of this like broom scarecrow man. Yeah, uh, with the like broom just kind of like smacking in his face, <laughs> and all I can think of is the actual cameraman. Just and standing that, there. Yeah, well, and then there's just a dude with a broom, and it's like your job is to like jab at him like a lion tamer with <laughs> with the broom. Like I could only think of that set and what but, that looked like. That must have been a difficult day of shooting. Like so many retakes because someone started laughing. Yeah, you had you have to. Um, but they so like, <laughs> God, it's so fucking strange. Yeah, like. They show off their powers to Dr. Loomis. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets suspicious. He goes home to his boss, Mr. Bolt, to tell him that he has found magic kids. Yeah. And Mr. Bolt says something along the lines of, like, this is exactly what I've been looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wrote down, I was like, "Does is he looking for any psychic kids or these psychic kids? Yeah. It's never explained, but I think it's just any. I, yeah. Because the way that they talk about how they, like, found other people, mm-hmm. that it's like, okay, like, they know that there's magical people out there, but I don't think that they're like, we're looking for these two. We yeah. heard about them, the little <laughs> blonde ones. Yeah. You know, like, I'm looking for them specifically. <laughs> um, But it was just sort of confusing of, like, what do you want them for? Yeah. Like, I wish I knew earlier in the movie, and I wish it was better, too, because <laughs> I asked. I was like, he wants them on his team. Mm-hmm. What the fuck does that mean? And then eventually he gives that monologue about, like, you could find oil under the ground or this or that and make mm-hmm. a lot of money. And I'm like, oh, it's just ugh, mm-hmm. that's all it is. Yep. Not even like world domination nope. or like taking over the country or nope. like something actually with stakes. No. Nope. You know what I mean where it's like Money. oh if he gets his way he'll he'll get significantly richer. How could he possibly get significantly richer? Yeah. He I... has a literal mansion and when the kids show up there he can give them literally everything they've ever wanted. Mhm. And it's like And then How much how much more could you possibly need? Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and then they they bring the kids over to the window, tell them to look outside. Oh, yeah, yeah, And, like, everything you see he owns. And then I loved Bolt's reaction (laughs) to (laughs) Tia's line. Well, I can see the sky. He gets (laughs) so pissed. It was hilarious. I thought it was hysterical, too. I wrote down, I was like, Bolt seems actually mad that he doesn't own the sky. Right? <laughs> like, like she touched a nerve on something where yeah. it's like he always talks about that. About how he wishes he could own the sky. He resents the sky because he doesn't own it. Yeah, or like <laughs> maybe he just wants to own the airspace. Yeah, or I, so, yeah, yeah, but it really seemed like he was just like, yeah, you bring that up, you little bitch. Like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> like, I gave you ice cream. Yeah, oh, I'll own that sky one day, you'll see. <laughs> um, but I mean, that's even a little preemptive because at this point in the movie, they haven't gotten to the mansion yet because uh, Dr. Loomis has not stolen them yet. Oh, right. Uh, <laughs> I just wrote, man, stealing kids was way easier in the 70s. Seriously. Or it's like, I get that Bolt is like big and powerful, and he says that, like, oh, you can manufacture any documents you need to yeah. go in there and pretend that you're these kids' uncle or whatever. Yeah. But it was literally that it was just like, he just shows up to the orphanage, and he's like, oh, I uh, just got these papers yesterday. And then the lady looks at it, and she's like, well, I guess they're yours. And then yeah. he's just <laughs> off with the kids. Like, these look legal. Yeah, like, good enough. Like, you're not even going to, like, call? 
check or double with check with anything? Yeah, it's yeah. like he has the papers, but do the papers match anything in yeah. the real world? Any, any actual office records anywhere? Yeah, it really seems like the lady was just like, well, I mean, that's two less I gotta feed. Yeah, looks pretty good. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> so <laughs> he's, he's wearing a suit. He yeah. showed up with a driver. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> So he steals the kids, brings her back to the rich guy's house, um, which is what Tony was drawing with the crayon yeah. on the mirror was the rich guy's house. And it was like he didn't even know why he was drawing it. He like and considering, saw it right, in a vision. But it was like considering the fact that it's like, I don't understand how his stupid harmonica works. Or it's like, why does he have to play it? To do magic. Like, that's the he first question. He doesn't remember how to not use the harmonica anymore. Of course he doesn't. Because that was they, a line. I know, but it's like, of course. Yeah. Like, that they have all of the, like, perfect, like, oh, he doesn't remember, but he could. And it's like, wait, so, you, <laughs> what? Yeah. Like, I don't understand how that's a substitute. Uh, you know what I mean? Where it's just like, I've been trying to do magic, but it's just not working. Oh, oh, harmonica. There we go. Like, why would that ever yeah. be? <laughs> like, how could it be an option of like, well, if you can't remember how to do it without harmonica, then you could just do it with a harmonica. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? What? I mean, I, it would be. Uh, I, it, I don't know. It would be like equally as absurd as just like, man, I, I don't understand how to do magic. Like, have you tried it with a bowler hat on? Like, <laughs> I haven't. And then you put it on and it's like, oh, now I can do magic. And it's like, what the fuck does the hat have to do with it? Like, what does the harmonica have to do with anything? I, I, it doesn't. Oh, my God. So he's playing the harmonica and the crayon is drawing the picture. Mm -hmm. So it's like, who's doing this? Is he drawing it? Like, is he sitting there with the harmonica like, and playing the harmonica this way makes it draw the arches? You know what I mean? Like, is he drawing it or is he playing the magic harmonica and the and magic is drawing it i think he can only do telekinesis stuff when he is playing the harmonica but it's still him specifically like it's like right. he the he's not playing the harmonica to do magic yeah he's just playing the harmonica and doing magic yes like but but then later when he's doing the goofy shit with the, the like the the coat rack and all that shit or whatever with that mm -hmm. sheriff it seems like he's playing it in specific ways to do things you know what i mean because he starts going like and then it starts spinning real fast and stuff where it's I like mean, maybe that's so, just his technique uh, brain exploding no <laughs> idea what the fuck is happening in this um, but they get to the house. They have that terrifying marionette show. Yes. Oh my God. That clown marionette <laughs> in mean, particular was like, awful. Like I'm, I'm, I'm sure for, you know, for yourself and, and clowns and all that, like that was the worst part of it. Mm -hmm. But truthfully, the whole thing was a nightmare. Yeah. Like I, I know we said like, it looked really pretty though. Like, yeah, yeah. if there were people doing it, maybe. Yes. But the, like... <laughs> the actual puppetry of the marionettes themselves. Yeah. Very was, skillful. Yes. Was very well done. Mm-hmm. Very smooth. Yeah. But, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> something else about it, though, that I thought was hysterical was the fact that, like, the the, <laughs> the puppets start dancing, and he's playing the harmonica. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, <laughs> doing a little, like, circusy tune. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and <laughs> then as, like, more puppets start coming to life, and they all start dancing or whatever, it eventually turns into, like, a Full tune, yeah, with like symbols and like mm -hmm. an orchestra, just like, rum, ba, bum, ba, bum, ba, bum. and I'm like, are the kids hearing that too? Like, is yeah. that in the world where it's like his harmonica when he plays it real hard, <laughs> it magically sounds like an entire big band yeah. playing a, a circusy tune? Like, wait a minute, what is even happening anymore? I, yeah, this I... is so confusing. <laughs> But uh, at least the kids have a little bit of like self-preservation mm -hmm. and that they're and that like, I, I guess I'll put it this way. I like that the escape happens fairly quickly. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm glad that there wasn't like, it's like big, long, drawn out thing of like, uh, Tia feels like it's dangerous, but Tony wants to stay. Yeah. So they, 
you know, they <laughs> fight over it over the next week and mm -hmm. then blah, blah, blah. It's like, it really is like, should we get out of here? And then Tony's like, I don't know. Oh, no, you're right. And I yeah. was like, oh, thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> that it immediately, they were like, no, yeah, you know what? This is fucked up. We got to get out of here. <laughs> like, he clearly, it, this, is, this is crazy. Uh, so I loved that. And that they just wanted to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. I, the like obviousness of so many of the like beats that happened in the movie mm -hmm. really jumped out at me. Like <laughs> as soon as that dude was like, oh, that's old Thunderhead over there. He's a mean old horse and nobody can tame him. And I was like, so the girl will with magic. Yeah. And then immediately she goes over and tames him. Uh, I at least liked that the man reacted realistically yeah. to the small girl walking towards the untamed horse. Because he's like, oh, my God, damn. <laughs> like, that was brilliant. Yeah. Um, instead of being like, what is she doing? Yeah. Like, he kind of did, though. Like, he definitely gave up too fast. Yeah. Like, for reality, where it's like, if you saw that and you're like, oh, my God, damn, no. And you run and you get, like, five feet away from her. And she's still moving towards the horse. Like, you still have to go get her. Yeah. But he slowed down and was like, oh, what's, let's give it a second. Why hasn't he kicked her yet? <laughs> yeah, like, he, sh she should be dead. Yeah. So where's this going? <laughs> uh, so Thunderhead bows to her and she climbs on him and rides him and whatever. Um, they show the guard dogs. Yes. Yeah. The Were those Dobermans? They were. Yeah. Uh, which were wonderful mm -hmm. uh, simply Super because they're adorable. dogs. Yeah. They're wonderful and adorable. Uh, it's <laughs> for one, considering that the goddamn uh, credit sequence is like the animation of the kids running and the dogs chasing them. Mm -hmm. Thought the dogs would be in the movie more. Yeah. Me Disappointed too. that their chase ended immediately. Yeah. Uh, that but... was that was one of my notes about the <laughs> opening was that Okay, so the kids are being chased by dogs the whole movie. Got it. Let's go. <laughs> I just wrote pooches. Um, and especially because they bring up the dogs earlier before they even get there. She's like hearing them in her sleep. She's like, well, can no, you hear the dogs? And yeah. he's like, no, I can't. They're like 20 miles away. And I'm like, how the fuck are they here 20 miles away? What is going on? And so I was like, okay, these dogs must be important if they're introducing them like right away and it's this like looming mm -hmm. dangerous thing and then it was kind of like Meh. no dogs don't really factor into it much <laughs> animal mind control yeah um but so they decide that they want to escape i did love the the timing of of as they're escaping and they're like so far so good <laughs> immediate alarm <laughs> <laughs> happening in the background yeah, they're yeah. like oh we're almost we're out of here everything's like, going full cool on prisoner escape alarm yeah totally which is kind of nuts to me oh yeah um, and then they release the hounds i like the <laughs> the psychic powers turning the dogs on the owners that's wonderful mm -hmm. and they use thunderhead to escape and then they just saddle some random vet with a horse Mm -hmm. Like they ride the horse up to a veterinarian and they're like, you should be fine here. And then they wander off to continue their adventure. Yeah. So like that vet is going to get there or if they're there, they're going to walk outside and be like, whose fucking horse is this? Yeah. Now this horse is my problem. Yeah. Um. And so in comes Jason O'Day, mm -hmm. the, uh, the lead character of the movie. I am uh, a little glad that they went with what they did for this character in terms of it just being like a grumpy old man who like, oh, I don't fucking give a shit about kids. Fuck you. Like yeah. he's really, <laughs> he really doesn't give a damn. Um, because, and I don't know anything about the actual plot of the book itself. I haven't looked into it because it's based on a book. Uh, but in the book, the children are befriended by a young athletic Catholic priest, Father O'Day. And like... There's just, I, I mean, that's. I know weird. that it, I know that the problems with the Catholic Church and priests and kids mm -hmm. is not a new thing. It yeah. was only like revealed recently. Yeah. Um. But so I can understand why they wouldn't necessarily see an issue with the idea of like, yeah, and then this uh, this Catholic priest is going to team up with these kids. <laughs> yeah, and like no they're one, good guys. Yeah, no one in the room bats an eye when you say that yeah. in 1975. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, oh, thank God yeah. that that is not what it is to watch now. Mm -hmm. like, I much prefer a crusty old widower who's like, fuck you, kids. I don't fucking like you. Yeah. Like, that's a much more palatable character. And... uh 
I thought that he had the right idea, Mr. O'Day, where all he wants to do is leave the kids behind. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're being chased. I don't understand how much uh, the police know about Mr. Bolt's, like, plans or whatever. Yeah. Because I thought it was strange that he would go to the police to find these kids. You know what I mean? I where mean- it's like... As far as, as any, as, yeah, as far, far as, the as their paperwork, know, yeah. The, as says, far as the police know, that's yeah. their. That's I guess, man. Yeah. But like, it just seems like a risky situation to be like. I need to involve the police in this. Like, yeah. maybe try to just do it on your own first. Yeah, and then raise the alarms if you really can't find them or something. But yeah. <laughs> he gets like all of the police involved. Everyone is looking for these kids, so they mm-hmm. stow away. In Mr. O'Day's RV, mm-hmm. uh, and he loses his keys randomly, <laughs> so they use their magical powers to turn his RV on, which convinces him to help them yeah. to find the place on the little map on her star case mm-hmm. where they assume their family is yeah the the place they came from or whatever they don't even know what it is yeah you know they're just like it's probably a place or something they- there was oh oh there was a line much later in the movie that infuriated <laughs> me when uh they're talking about being castaways and shit like oh yeah we mm-hmm. I, I, we were uh, in the water and rescued and oh uh, as the pieces are coming back or whatever mm-hmm. and uh, he, uh, Mr. O'Day says something along the lines of like, oh, I don't ever heard of a country like that. Or like, I don't know what country that would have been or, you know, something like that. And the girl says, it's not a country. It's a place. And I was like, like kid. Country. Another <laughs> country is a Yeah, like place. that does not... Uh, yeah. oh, but such a kid line. Like, that's like a thing a kid would say in real life where you'd mm-hmm. be like, you must mean something else. Yeah. Like, I hope yeah. that you mean something else because you should know that a country and a place could very well be the same thing. Uh, also, real quick, before I forget, that little girl looked like Haley Joel Osment in a blonde wig. Yeah, I can see Really, it. really, see really, it. really hardcore looked like him. <laughs> um, and then there was, there was a scene that really confused me. And I think I got it figured out by the end of it, but it was still just like, what the hell was that? When they stop at the like campground for the night mm-hmm. and they're talking about shit or whatever. And uh, Mr. O'Day says something like for, he brings it up. It's not even like it's in response to something that the children say. He just says out of nowhere, like, oh, that must be why I never got married. Like mm-hmm. apropos of nothing. There's no reason for him to bring that up. Yeah. And then Tia is like, but you were married, Mr. O'Day. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what? And I wrote down, I was like, how the fuck does he not remember this? <laughs> like, what, yeah. what, is, what, what is this scene? Like, what are they describing? Like, a, another life? Or like a future life? Like, he's already pretty old. I don't think he's going to get married <laughs> and have his wife die on him again. <laughs> or, you know, like, yeah. I, what? what is going on here? And then he finally, like, kind of freaks out on them, mm-hmm. you know, and they keep calling him Mr. O'Day, and he's like, Jason, my name is Jason. You already know everything about me. You might as well just say it. And, like, wanders off and whatnot. And I realized, like, oh, he was he was lying about never being married. And his reaction was to the kids somehow knowing he yeah. was lying. And I was like, oh, that makes more sense. But it still doesn't make any sense why he brought it up in the first place. Like, why would you say, (laughs) oh, I've never been married before, like, for no reason Mm -hmm. and lie to these children about it? Like, they were even asking. Yeah. You could have never mentioned your marital status the entire adventure, Mm -hmm. and it never would have mattered. Yeah. (laughs) Other than for that one moment, I was very confused by (laughs) And, um... Something I thought was hysterical, too, because like then, you know, they're in the the RV Mm -hmm. and Dr. Loomis shows up with the other guy. They see the RV and they're like, oh, fucking here he is. (laughs) You know, we're coming to get him. And I think it was Geranium who says this time, no mistake. Yeah. And then they pull a gun. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. Wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Isn't this whole thing about keeping the children safe or whatever like i oh this seems like a mistake yeah i guess but like 
bringing a gun into this seems like a mistake. Yeah. You might not want to be doing that. Especially with, you know, psychic kids. Yeah, and so she psychically steals the gun from them and wields it on them mm -hmm. until apparently they drive far enough away that her powers don't work and it just falls to the ground. Yeah. And then they run away without picking it up. Yep. No idea why. That happens again <laughs> in this movie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The Hunters later. Yes, yeah. Where it's like, you, those are expensive, I'm sure. Why mm -hmm. are you doing that? Yeah, just... <laughs> Take them with you. You were already carrying them. Yeah, you were them. literally holding them. You didn't yeah. drop them for any particular reason. Yeah. That was around the time, you know, they, they're getting chased by them in the car and everything. I just mm -hmm. keep writing, like, just disable the car. Use mm -hmm. your magic. Use your magic. Oh, my God. Just yep. use your magic. Uh, and then they get caught by the cops. Yeah. For one, it's crazy that they just throw the kids in jail. Seriously. <laughs> like, two small Seriously. children. Like, what are you charging them with <laughs> you know what i mean like if you're supposed to be you're like just holding them well, they're yeah. in the holding cell <laughs> i mean okay but like <laughs> it just seemed really strange to me yeah uh and they <laughs> looking out the window they see the unhappy bear <laughs> which that is was where like, my little side note came in was why is there a bear <laughs> i a mean bear. yeah but like it was just so funny like okay like there's just a random cage with a bear in it outside like if, mm -hmm. if it had been shown to be like a part of something yeah like there was a carnival or like a yeah. circus showing up or something anything yeah because the way that it seems it seems like in this town there's just a cage with a bear in it over mm -hmm. by the police station mm -hmm. <laughs> you know the old bear cage down by the police station it's so strange that it's yeah. just sitting there uh, and I thought it was hilarious that she says that it looks so unhappy yeah and then <laughs> I was like I mean, the fact that you never hear any, like, response from these animals when she talks to them. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, you know, she must be hearing something because there's lots of times where she's, like, talking to them because she says that the bear is counting on her. Yeah. And I was like, did the bear tell you? Like, Or are like, you just saying that <clears throat> to make Tony feel bad? Yeah, really. But was it like, oh look that bear is so sad out there and then the bear looked up at her and like psychically was like let me out let me out let me out let me out like you know like i'm counting on you little girl you gotta do it like uh okay i wish they would have put that stuff in that would have been yeah. fun uh <laughs> and I, <laughs> I just wrote man these kids plans are horrible yeah oh this is why kids don't come up with plans because i was like just releasing a bear for the fuck of it yeah like considering that it's like yeah eventually it sort of helps yeah but really it was just like well let's just release this bear yeah, in the now, midst of all this chaos yeah now we have a pet bear because he's just following the kids around yeah like i mean but that's the thing is like that would have been neat if that had happened for much longer but it was like they had like one scene of it following them and then she was like you go run off bear go to the cave over there or whatever and then yeah it wasn't their partner anymore it was just like mm -hmm. oh well Okay, whatever. It's just a good um, thing that uh, all the animals know English. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Very convenient. Uh, but like, that's she... when the hunters show up. Well, yes, but like, so that that their escape scene includes that whole thing we were talking about with the <laughs> the broom scarecrow yes. beating up the sheriff and everything. So the sheriff witnesses crazy ass magic. Yes, and I <laughs> like to a certain degree, I understand his reaction mm -hmm. and even with the apparent history of this area because mm -hmm. the the like the people in the mountains that we don't know the only they call it witch mountain and there's weird things are happening up there like that kind of yeah. like you know small town like gossip kind of thing going mm -hmm. on so like i get that there's like a precedent to like Oh, is there other you know magic people like things magic? Oh, blah, blah, blah. yeah. But the fact that fucking these kids escape and the sheriff is just like he, his line is literally, "There's only one reasonable explanation: those two kids are witches," <laughs> <laughs> which is like the funniest line <laughs> in the world. Like it's funny because it's like a mystery science theater line that riffs itself. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because there's, I, I think it's. Oh, I forget which episode it is. It might be the mole people. I forget. But there's one great episode where somebody, one of the characters in the movie says, there's only one explanation for this. And then Crow says, elves. 
And it's just like, I love that joke of like, there's only one reasonable explanation. Yeah. Something ridiculous. Yeah. But this is the line in the movie. Yep. Is that 100%. there's only one reasonable explanation. Those kids are witches. <laughs> and then I wrote, so now a town of drunk armed hicks with guns are going to chase the kids with intent to murder them because mm. a lunatic old sheriff told them to. Yep. Like, that is what the sort of third act of this movie is, is mm -hmm. that there's, like, a drunken posse yeah. with shotguns yeah. who are like, <laughs> this old fart is pretty sure them kids are magic. <laughs> so shoot first. <laughs> like, it's insane. It is a fucking lunatic ending to a movie. Absolutely. Like, especially a kid's movie. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, there's, uh, other than, you know, uh, Mr. Bolt, who, like, you know, obviously wants the kids alive or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, their scenario is about capturing the kids. Yeah. But this sheriff and these drunks. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, nope, witches yeah, gotta die. Just, yeah, witches need to die. So, like, they're gonna kill those kids. Absolutely. Full stop. Fucking insane. This is, like, yeah. the exact sort of thing... I was like hoping for <laughs> when we saved this movie for last of like the older a kid's movie is, the more fucked up it is. And I this that's easily the craziest thing we've seen this Seriously, month. Seriously. Is like drunken posse just eager out to kill children. Eager to kill children. <laughs> Very eager. Oh, it's hysterical to me. Um <clears throat> so they go to Mr. O'Day's brother's house. Yes. And geranium or whatever and his drivers show up mm -hmm. and they're like we totally got them <clears throat> and bolt is like all right told you we're going there yeah and they decide like oh well, we're gonna have to escape and we're gonna get into our rv and drive away but they're gonna totally see us mm -hmm. and so tia is like oh that barrows me a favor yeah <laughs> <laughs> like what okay so she psychically calls out to the bear mm -hmm. to climb into Dr. Loomis's car and just sit in his car so yep. that they can't drive it anywhere. Mm -hmm. And I was like, for fuck's sake, kid, just disable the car. Yep. Because all you're doing, like, eventually the bear just gets out of the car and runs away. Yeah. But I was like, all you're doing right now is getting that bear shot and killed. Because mm -hmm. you're telling it to get in a car and then they're going to be like, fuck, there's a fucking bear in the car. Like, well, we need to get it out. And they're going to shoot the bear. Well, good like, thing they dropped the their gun killed. at the campsite. Yeah, really. <laughs> but like, if any of the other fucking posse had shown up, it would have been like, oh, you got that rifle? Take this bear out so we can get going. Like, all you're doing is putting the bear in trouble. That bear has nothing to do with your situation, Tia. Do not drag him into this. You're a terrible child. Uh, <laughs> oh, and that was the part with, it wasn't a country, it was a place. I just wrote, um, what? <laughs> and then they said, they were like, oh yeah, the, the two sons, our planet had two sons. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, well, there's the whole thing about like, okay, it was a planet, they were aliens, whatever. Uh, but I was like, oh, this is two years before Star Wars with the double sunset. <laughs> yeah. Like, huh. I mean, there's probably even more going further back. I'm sure there's some like old ass mm -hmm. fantasy novel from like the 1800s that includes like a planet with two suns. So it's not that crazy. But yeah. I was just like, oh, hey. I wonder if maybe that uh, influenced it a little bit. Like, <laughs> double suns, you say? Sounds great. Uh, and I thought it was hysterical how totally uh, down with it Mr. O'Day was about their alien story. Yeah. They, like, give him the whole rundown. Like, now we suddenly remember everything for no reason. Yes. We're aliens, and we came down, and we had this Uncle Benny, and then we did this and that. Whatever. And they give him this whole big thing, and he's just like, Wow. Neat. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, totally on board with it. There's, I mean, it's <laughs> just as logical as them being witches. <laughs> Pretty like, much. I know. just thought it was so funny to me that he was just like, well, okay. <laughs> um, but something that really, like, baffled me was, like, fucking uh, Duranian and his driver walk up to that RV with a gun. Mm -hmm. And the kids just psychically pull it out of their hands and aim it at them. Yeah. And so at this point in the movie, you know, they're still chasing him, still chasing him. Mr. Bolt is now there in that helicopter <laughs> telling them what to do and everything and how he wants them to capture the kids alive. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I mean, obviously you want them for your plan. So it makes sense that you would want to capture them alive. 
How do you plan on doing that? Yeah. You can't even hold a gun to them and be like, come with us. Yeah. Because they can just magic it out of your hands and aim it at you and blow your face off. Like, what do you think you're going to do? There's nothing implied that like we're going to shoot them with tranquilizers so that they pass out and can't do that or catch them in a net or whatever. It's literally just like we're going to chase this RV with our car. And then when they run out of gas or when they crash, we'll just drive up and hope that they don't like, you know, break some glass and send shards flying through our brain because they're magic and can do anything. Mm -hmm. Like The only reason you had them in your clutches at the beginning is because you hadn't showed your hand. Yeah. You know, that you were just like, everything's cool and you're living in a mansion. Yeah. Like, as soon as they're escaping because they don't want to be there anymore, you've lost the opportunity Mm -hmm. to hold them against their will. Yeah. Because they are far too powerful. Yeah. There's nothing you can do to them. No. (laughs) Which is, like, good for the kids. Yeah. Because, like, she can undo any lock. Yeah. Any of them ever. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so you can't lock them up and you can't even threaten them with weapons. Yep. What are you planning to do with these children? Like, how do you expect to get them? Yeah. There's un, like, literally the only way to do it is if they were like, uh, I guess we'll just let you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's like the only way. Like they finally got tired of it. Yeah, that would be the only way, which is just super crazy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but the next part, they go into that co-op which I don't really understand what co-ops are. I've heard that phrase a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. You know, they go, I forget what it was called. It was like the something, something cooperative. Yeah. I'm assuming it was a thing more so in the it, 70s and 80s and shit. Yeah. I don't know. I like don't actually Misty know what Valley they are. Valley or something like that. Yeah. Like, I, I just I just honestly don't even understand what it's supposed to be. I mean, I guess it's like a... Like a commune? Yeah. That, I guess. I just, it's like, just call it a commune. What is it? Yeah. But whatever. But they go there, and there's nobody in there, and so they're sitting inside just like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Yeah. Like, there's nothing to do. There's nobody here. And then fucking Duranian shows up mm-hmm. outside, so they're like, oh, fuck, now what are we going to do? And then Tony just randomly remembers. Yeah. And that was when it really hit me about, like, how frustrating and terrible the, like, story and plot and mm-hmm. everything about this movie really is, where it's just like... The way the kids just get boxed into a corner and then suddenly remember the thing that saves them yeah, is <laughs> just unforgivable. Like, that's the worst writing in the world. And I get it. Like, it's for kids. Like, yeah, but the way to make good kids stuff is to not treat it like it's kids stuff. Yeah. Just make something yeah. that isn't, like horrifying you know what i mean or like super gory or you know like things that are just like really not for kids Mm -hmm. you know what i mean but like but you don't have to make it with like kitty gloves on yeah like oh and then it's like no just make a movie yeah and just don't have people like fuck or have their heads cut off or something and boom it's a kids movie yeah but yeah this plot is so baby town frolics Mm -hmm. there is nothing fucking to it uh, but so Tony gets on the fucking phone and that magic voice talks to him. Yep. Who is just like, oh, my God, is this Tony? All right. You guys need to escape, but make sure that Duranian follows you. And I was like th- the first time he says that he leaves it kind of vague like that, like because we have something for him. And I was like, oh, my God, they're going to kill him. <laughs> they're like, bring him to us. Yeah. We want to eat. <laughs> like That's how the Stephen King version would end. Um, I also thought it was frustrating that the fucking magic voice did not explain its plan at all. Nope. So the kids had to like improvise throwing flour out the back of the thing. Mm-hmm. To hit the truck to make it fucking crash and shit. Yeah. <laughs> because it was, and then right after that happens, the magic voice was like, good one, Tony. Yeah. But remember, we still want Duranian <laughs> to be following us because we're going to show him that there's nothing they can do to get you. Yeah. Or something like that. And it was just like, okay, yeah, well, if... <laughs> Like, explain what you're doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, especially if you can just pop in at any point and start talking Mm -hmm. to them. But when the kids start going like, oh, they're getting awful close, the voice isn't like, don't worry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's part of the plan. Remember. Yeah. Just just chill. We're good. We got this. <laughs> just keep driving. Yeah. It's it's stupid that the voice is, can sometimes pop in. Yeah. But then it doesn't so that the stupid 
flower gag can happen. Mm-hmm. And it, this that was whole, one that looked awful. The whole ending of the movie, it's like they hired a completely different team to yeah. do the special effects. Mm-hmm. Because the first chunk of the movie, <clears throat> literally some of the best early, like special effects yeah that look super legit and cool yeah like oh man that's actually like i can't i can't see the strings like i can't see the the seams of this of this moment it's really actually well done yeah and then the flower Ugh. the winnebago flying Ugh. the helicopter upside down Ugh. every single piece of that was like babies made this seriously <laughs> even there, in the 70s there were some like straight up like black pixels around the spaceship oh yeah 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 <laughs> it was because like, it was so poorly like rendered into the shot yeah it's so bad horrible really really like it's literally it went from some of the best 70s special effects i've ever seen mm-hmm. to quite possibly literally the worst yeah in the same movie insane <laughs> it was unfathomable but the fact that the whole thing at the end is like the way that we're gonna make them not fucking chase you anymore is to fly through the air like the Mm. rv is gonna fly through the air and they're gonna be like what except that's not yeah it because they still chase yeah and that's absurd to me that it's like oh isn't that wasn't that the moment is it supposed to be flying through the air and then they're supposed to go like oh my gosh, we'll never get them now. But instead, it eventually comes down Mm -hmm. and Duradian still shows up. Yep. So it's like, oh, so that didn't convince him that they're too far away. So your stupid alien plan didn't work, idiots. And then finally, when the actual spaceship takes the kids away (laughs) is when they're finally like, well, I guess that's it. Yeah. I guess. I mean, who knows what the sequels bring or whatever. Yeah. I'm not necessarily well, I, gonna they did <laughs> look show, into that. They did show, you know, the spaceship landing in the mountains. Like it disappeared for a little bit and then came back and landed in the mountains. <laughs> just right. to like make them think like, oh, they're gone forever. Yeah, I just I'm just imagining them coming back over the ridge and Duranian's car still there and they're like, Ooh! <laughs> and to go back down <laughs> behind the mountains, like, oh hold on. We gotta circle the planet a couple yeah, more times. Just a couple of times. It's cool. He's got to go home at some point. Enjoy the view. Yeah, but I loved the the fact that at the end of this, I mean, for one, the helicopter flying upside down was horrible special effects. Mm -hmm. Just like a stupid concept where it's like, why aren't you just again disabling his helicopter? Yep. Why are you just flipping it upside down so that he's like, oh, we're upside down now. Like, ugh, this is the worst. That the helicopter's worst. going down. They can't fly upside yeah, down. Yeah, you are going to crash and die. Yep. Uh, but I love the fact that there are two notes in a row that I wrote for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> like things that happened and then just for some reason. First one was, and now Bolt's helicopter is upside down for some reason. They like yep. fly through a cloud, mm-hmm. a horrible like uh, effect cloud that comes oh, through God. and then when they come out of it for some reason the helicopter is upside down and i was yep. like did the cloud do that did the kids do that did the kids need the cloud to do that what the fuck is happening anymore i don't know no idea and then the next one when they finally land and they're saying goodbye to mr o'day mm-hmm. i wrote and the kids hand over their cat for some reason why are they giving o'day their cat I, it doesn't make any sense. And like, cause he's just like, no, it's your cat. Yeah. And they're just like, it'd make us happy if you had him, though. And it's like, I mean, I guess, but I mean, maybe it's they not think, my cat. Maybe they think they're like actually going somewhere that they won't be able to care for a cat. I, I mean, and but where Mr. did the cat come from? <laughs> Is I mean, it a magic tru- cat? Truthfully, I. Th- I thought that the cat just showed up at the orphanage and they just kind of took it in. I mean, but the first time you see it, they're like, what's up, Winky? And it's well, like, did it, they call it Winky because it winked? Yeah. And they just stuck that name. But it's like when you call it by a name the first time you see it, that makes it seem like you knew its name. Yeah. You know? I, like, that's a poor way to show that if that mm-hmm. is how it happened. Yeah. I I don't know. Um, just... And then <laughs> I, I love I love the sequel bait. Where it's just like, there's a bunch of other missing children, too. And Mr. Mm-hmm. Day's like, maybe I could find them for you. Yeah. It's like, oh, I wonder what the next movie is. <laughs> Probably finding some kids. But one of the funniest fucking things in this movie to me. Is it like, the Canadian tuxedo? No. that's. I mean, it wasn't a full Canadian tuxedo. That guy didn't have a, a jean jacket on. 
True, true. It was it was casu- business casual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Canadian <laughs> business casual. Um, but no, it's like the whole movie. Obviously, you know, we mentioned that whole thing about like, oh, he says he didn't get married, but he did, mm-hmm. and he mentions a few times about how he never had kids, and maybe there's some like regret there or something. Mm-hmm. So it's like obviously the whole kind of point is that he's starting to see these kids as his kids sort of like he yeah. he's responsible for them and he grows to love them and mm-hmm. blah de blah de blah <laughs> the fact that he asks them permission to remember them as though they are his children yeah i wrote down how would they stop him yeah <laughs> like, like, why, mm, why even rather you didn't yeah like like if you ask that and they think that that's a bad thing like are they going to like wipe his mind yeah. <laughs> like you know what for for asking that you're not gonna remember any of this yeah and then he's just like why do i have a cat and then he's just standing there super confused why am i on the mountain yeah i just thought it was so funny like why would you ask permission for that you can just like if they said like we'd prefer you don't he could have just been like well i'm gonna yeah <laughs> like what the fuck are you gonna do about it um but i also just thought it was a little bit silly that they leave Mr. O'Day and the cat right there as they're like still escaping Mm -hmm. because all I could think of was like if I was Mr. Bolt and I was seeing these kids were leaving on this spaceship and they were what I wanted Mm -hmm. and their cat and new friend was down here with me I would have just like aimed it at them yeah been like get back here now like, are you going to be happy living in your fantasy, like, mountain world, knowing <laughs> that I fucking killed your friend and your cat? You know, like, yeah. that would have been my play yeah. <laughs> to try to get them to come back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they were, like, just playing a huge risk, and mm. oh, they yeah. did not seem to realize it. Yeah. Which well, is kind of like the theme of the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> so these kids don't really realize <laughs> the horrible danger that they're in. But thankfully... It uh, it ends right there, and it's just fucking over because it's the old way of doing credits, mm-hmm. you know, where they credit everybody at the beginning, yeah. So that the end of the movie is literally like the end. Black lights up. Get yeah. the fuck out. Leave. Go movie now. Is over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you knew that it was just like it's over. Awesome. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, and man, what a fucking ridiculous ass movie that was. So ridiculous. I, without having any prior knowledge to Witch Mountain, it was just like, what in the hell? I'm like (laughs) almost curious to see if any of the other remakes did it better. But at the same time, not that curious. Yeah, not nearly (laughs) curious. Maybe the one with the rock. I mean, that one <clears throat> I was actually reading a little bit about, and it's like, it's a remake, uh, readaptation slash reimagining kind of thing. Gotcha. So it's like a reboot. Sort of, yeah. Because it's it's not Escape to Witch Mountain. Oh, it's, it's Escape Race from- to. Oh, Race to. Race to Witch Mountain. Right. And he plays a taxi driver that used to be a getaway driver for the mob. And so he thinks he's being chased by the mob and And hijinks ensue and it's the alien kids and whatever and blah, blah, blah. Uh, But either way, it was like, oh, uh, that doesn't sound any more interesting than this did. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I would not recommend this to adults or children. No. Like, I don't think there's anything in here that a kid nowadays would watch and be like, wow. Mm Mm-hmm. It would, they would just be like, that looks horrible. Yeah. That looks dumb. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and they would uh, they would be right. Yeah. <laughs> it Absolutely. did look dumb, and it was very dumb as well. <laughs> <clears throat> but, uh, I mean. It's a good way to wrap up the month. Yeah. <clears throat> and that is, uh, that will be the end of uh, Kids Movie Month here on Popcorn for Dinner. Not sure what we're going to do next, but uh, we'll figure it out. Uh, but this is Jeff and Kelly. Tony, do you hear the dogs? Yeah.